Welcome to Karate Kid 2 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 2, two problem-filled minutes at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us today again from Cobra Kai Companion, welcome back to the show, Brianna. Yay! I don't know why I always cheer for myself when I go on as a guest. That's really rude. (laughs) You shouldn't do that. It's almost like me filling in the silence after one of my jokes with my own laughter. Uh, so I know I know all about that. So <laughs> Right. Yeah. So at least someone laughs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, two problem filled minutes. At a time. I, I was trying to find something to fill in there. And I almost wrote down prob- problematic because there's problems. But problematic kind of infers <laughs> other stuff. So. <laughs> There Probably is some okay. problematic stuff with this movie, but I think it's yeah. stuff that they really couldn't avoid in 1986. For sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, especially with a big studio film. This right. has got a fellow Americans. Uh, but yeah, today we're talking about minutes 80 to 82 of The Karate Kid Part 2. They begin with Miyagi attempting to reason with Chosen and ends with Daniel staring out at the lovely Kumiko. Um, we end, we left off on Monday with Daniel getting choked out by Chosen, and Miyagi shows up. Uh, Brianna, you said in between shows, uh, cape cape unfurled uh, in our minds. Yes, <laughs> absolutely, day. superhero. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, like I said, uh, Miyagi tries to reason with him first, you know, because this isn't Daniel's fight. This is this is th- this whole thing from his point of view is just like. This is between him and Sato. Why is chosen? But I don't know. Maybe he hasn't been paying attention to some of the humiliation that Daniel has put chosen through, uh, uh, deservedly. Uh, right. But, like, really, no, it's not, actually, it is really. But um, chosen, uh, you know, steps, kicks it up a notch by like going, no, no, now Mr. Miyagi, the, the, the man you don't want to mess with, now you have a problem with me, which uh, uh, I don't, you know. I don't know if he knows anything about Miyagi, but um, probably not a good idea. I, I think uh, that's um, teenage boy hormones getting a hold of his mouth before his brain yeah. gets there. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, he's probably heard how great Miyagi is his whole life, and he's chomping at the bit to take yeah. him off. A shot of the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, how mad would Sato be if Chosen actually like took out Miyagi? <laughs> Like, hey, wait a second. (laughs) My honor. I I would honestly think that Chosen would be, or or Sato would be upset if Chosen actually killed Daniel. Mm. I don't think he would want that associated with the family name either because Daniel doesn't factor into it at all because there's no blood. Right. Uh, Yeah, it it almost feels like, uh, you know... uh, uh, I, I think of like a, a like a royal bloodline kind of thing, like oh that we have to take out the whole bloodline, like so we'll we'll, we'll kill teacher and student all in right. one swoop, and so no, there'll be no remnants of Miyagi on this earth anymore. Right, right. Uh, but I don't think Sato would have in in the real world. I don't think right. Sato would have allowed him to go that far. Right. But meanwhile, Macho is doing award-winning uh, acting work here with the choking. He's just like he's like oh. oh. <laughs> Like leaning on that spear, it's so funny. Choking is a bit more convincing in that close-up, yeah. 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 Uh, No. Because literally, I mean, there's like six inches between the back of his shoulders and the front of Chosen's chest. All he really has to do is stand up. Yeah, for sure. Stand Uh, up straight, Daniel. 
in the shot I was looking at, at least, it looked like they were pulling it right up into like under his chin, and you could see his his skin like coming over over it. I don't know. Right. Yeah, there were some some shots they got they got really really good in. Yeah. But then others, it's just it's you know I understand not risking your life to make a movie when you're 24 <laughs> years old. Yeah. Not risking your life to make a children's movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but it looked more realistic on VHS on my, you know, 16 inch color tube TV. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I, I say this over and over again, uh, you know, uh, but you kind of re- remind me of like, yeah, this was a family movie. So when I watched this as a, a you know, a, a, well, I think I was, a nearly into my teens at this point. Um, uh, this was scary. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You're trying to kill Daniel. What the heck? But then again, you know, some scary skeletons uh, nearly killed him in the last movie. So maybe I wasn't as surprised. As I remember. Yeah, for a children movie series, there are a lot of attempted murders. <laughs> a trend yeah. that's continuing. <laughs> right. Right. Maybe not a very friendly universe to live in. Everybody wants to kill everybody. Right. Uh, so Chosen directs Taro to fight Miyagi. Now, talk about Sato being angry about Chosen potentially taking him. <laughs> You're telling me Taro took him down? <laughs> that was my fight. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, oh, and uh, Chosen actually uh, speaks in Japanese here. Uh, and again, not so surprising, but I just want to give credit to uh, Mickey Yamashita. Uh, he says, do it uh, to Taro. So uh, Miyagi immediately goes for the primary target and then a knee to the stomach and then tosses Taro aside. And Chosen has such a great WTF look. <laughs> he just tosses him aside like a sack of sugar. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. need you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, and then Toshio tries and Miyagi kicks him in the gut and then the side of the head and then drops him with a backhand, which oh, I love a good backhand. We saw Johnny do a good backhand in the in the last movie. So I'd mm-hmm. like to see Miyaki do one here. Yep. Uh, the action continues. Miyagi jumps up to face Chosen. Uh, Chosen, uh, like the brave person that he is, pushes Daniel into Miyagi. <laughs> um, and then Miyagi turns his back and again, brave Chosen, then yes. hits him in the back with a spear. And so this is the huge. only time he's ever yeah. hit across the entire franchise, right? Yeah, right. he holds he holds that title as the only person to ever make physical actual contact with Mr. Miyagi uh to actually score a hit. But it was cowardly. Mr. Miyagi had his back turned mm-hmm. and chosen took advantage of it. Um had his back turned, making sure Daniel didn't face plant into that giant freaking rock at the speed he was flying, which yeah. I thought was very nice of him. Yeah. Uh, and I love how Miyagi is, seems like kind of vaguely affected by, by that. It doesn't really take right? hurt him much at all. Uh, but and, he's so uh, unafraid, you know, of the of the staff. That's what I love. He's not the least bit afraid of it, mm-hmm. of the of the, the pointy thing. The spear. The Nunji Nunjibo. Yeah. 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 It's I, like it, it it it's its existence in this fight is nothing to him. It just gives him another prop to use to study himself. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the novelization for Karate Kid 2 and this it I just love the 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 
from Daniel's point of view is saying like um, uh, he had first seen that fighting stance at the Halloween dance at his high school the night Johnny and his friends from the Cobra Kai Karate Dojo had nearly killed Daniel. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi had saved his life then. He was doing so again now. Uh, yeah. So I love the idea of the, the fighting stance. And, and yeah, so Miyagi kind of uh, uh, turns on Chosen and now Chosen's looking kind of frightened. Uh, and I assume it's because Miyagi has the high ground here. So everybody <laughs> yes. knows if you have the high ground, you're doomed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Standing up on the bridge. Don't try. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Chosen lunges and now Chosen is the one getting kicked in the side and then pummeled over the back, just like yep. he did to Daniel. <laughs> really looked like he was hitting it like all three of these guys it looked like he hit them all in the crotch i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i i'm pretty sure like chosen and the second guy both got kicked like right above the pubic area but it's pretty close (laughs) (laughs) right yeah taros was obvious yeah Mm -hmm. uh so this looks like all I mean, every single shot I kept on analyzing, this all seems like Pat Morita. None of this seems to be done by Fumio Demura. I I think one of the last things that Fumio does, uh, Sensei Demura does, is um, walking across the garden from one bridge to the other. Um, like, he's the one that does most of the the hitting on Taro. And then he really? walks across and he does some of the beating on Toshio. And then from then on, it's Pat. But the amount of FaceTime he's got in this scene is incredible. Wow. I, yeah, I was completely, they must have, <laughs> they, they must have uh, made him up a lot better than he did uh, during the ha- Halloween dance. Cause it really looks like Pat. Yeah. He was, he was, he, he's, he was blatantly obvious in the first movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um and and the third movie when they switch off and on it's it's really obvious but here it's just I don't know if maybe Pat just learned the choreography well because Ralph when he talks about Pat he's like Pat didn't do karate he didn't right. he was an actor he was a comedian he didn't he didn't do this you know he was like maybe he kicked somebody once mm-hmm. but so here's she- this entire fight yeah. <laughs> so yeah I don't know so we're sure about that because I, I was convinced because, well, at least Fumio Fumio is listed as stunts for one, three and four, but he's not listed in IMDb for stunts for two. But, huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I, who knows? I wasn't there. so <laughs> Right. I always thought that that was the I can I can look at it, go back and look at it because I always thought that um, that was Sensei Demura. Hmm. Well, okay. Matt, uh, while Brianna's looking, what do you think of Miyagi's form here? I mean, it's been uh, a while. We haven't asked you for form. Just uh, terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so sloppy. So, so sloppy. <laughs> it It is uh, uh, funny that, you know, he is really, he does seem to be kind of, you know, he's not a, he's not a pro at this. Uh, and, but, so he's, He's I think he's doing the choreography, but like he's hitting them kind of lightly and they're reacting as if uh, it's like a thunderclap, <laughs> you know? Yeah, they're def especially, you know, uh, uh, Taro definitely um, <laughs> sold that yeah. punch to the gut. Th- this might be all Pat. That's what I was thinking. I think it would be impossible for them to. I don't know why I thought the, the, that 
slide across in that first punch was Sensei Demura. It's definitely Pat. Hmm. I just thought these, you know, these guys are supposed to be such, you know, big, you know, bad butt bad guys, and Mr. Miyagi uh, it kicks Toshio twice and then slaps him, and he's <laughs> like down for the count, you know. I just, yeah, I just wish. Uh... His form was better. I can't buy him as a, as a master of anything, unfortunately. Does he, huh? uh, he move a little slow? He moves yeah. slow, and he he does, like, wide arcs, and, like, that's, I don't know. Um, no, it's just, just very loose and not, I don't know. It just looks like a complete amateur. I don't know how to explain it. but He looks better than I would. <laughs> Uh, I thought it would be cool if he pulls out the crane kick. <laughs> Just, you know, hey, it is it is his move. Uh, no need. No need, these guys. Yeah. They just need to do it on them. Um, but I think probably the, it, I mean, sorry, but the Bill Conti music, you know, I, I'm excited Miyagi's there. I'm kind of like maybe I'm helping. Maybe I'm helping with the how, how excited I am about this this action. Uh, but it, it is like if you look the, at this scene right after watching the the takedown of the Cobra guys, like it is it's nice, it's so much faster and yeah in, in in the original. But I don't know. Uh, I think it still works. Um, so yeah, they're not done. Taro attacks from behind, and Miyagi gives him a back kick, and then <laughs> I love that. Toshio is just barely getting to his feet, and Miyagi just punches him straight in the face <laughs> to knock him right back down again. I was just getting up to leave. What? <laughs> Poor the Toshio. Backhand, the backhands do look like they hurt, but uh, yeah, they don't. They don't look like uh, uh, an official karate move. <laughs> yeah, and I mean they're they're. Um all attacking him and it's like the classic mistake right you got three guys against one and the three guys keep going against the one one on one why right. don't you all yes. three go together <laughs> they never learn luckily that is something about bad guys they never learn that <laughs> <laughs> that's a great thing that's a great advantage advantage that good guys have <laughs> right yeah they, uh, they, they, they never think to do that so chosen tries again with the spear only to have it taken from him again as he gets kicked to the ground. And now Miyagi has a sphere and lunges at Chosen. Um, and uh, it sure looks like uh, it's taking him a bit of effort to restrain himself <laughs> for a moment there. He is shaking. <laughs> I agree. He's pretty angry, I think. Mm-hmm. That is, that is, I believe, the angriest we have ever seen Mr. Miyagi. I mean, this is an intrusion. I mean, not not only an intrusion, but the, you know, the destruction the, of so many things that are you know ancient, you know, uh, treasured, and then just the just beating down of Daniel on top of it all. Just uh. well, we don't even know that he knows what was done to the dojo. All oh, right, right. Yeah, he's he walks around the corner, he's been focused on the opponents and Daniel the whole time. He yeah. hasn't, I don't think, looked into the dojo yet. Right. And so Chosen waits for death, but Miyagi breaks his own spear <laughs> across his knee. Oh, yeah, I don't need this. And Chosen then snivels out, active coward. And to me, I was like, oh, he should just give him one nice backhand after that. <laughs> right. 
Should have just murdered him right there. Or <laughs> <laughs> just right, not him on the head with the dull end. Come on. Yeah. Mm. I mean, the movie is asking for him to do the honk on him. He is in the right position, but we're saving that for the end. We can't just do the... Then that's probably why he doesn't pull out the crane kick either, because we got to save that for Daniel for the end, too. This right, is the karate right. kick. Yes. This is not the karate teacher. <laughs> Yes, I I do I do also wonder you know breaking his own his own uh, spear, but he didn't need his knee to do it. That's the thing. <laughs> he just snaps it in half like it's a freaking toothpick. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yep. Very breakaway. I'm thinking that was a rigged handle. You <laughs> yeah. Know. Either oh. that or Pat was you know uh, giving Arnold Schwarzenegger a run for his money <laughs> in the yeah. mid '80s. Uh, by the way, uh, with chosen sniveling active coward, we now have coward up to eight, baby still at five. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I had to check back on the shooting script and there's a little bit of difference here. Um, Miyagi had been fishing. So when Miyagi shows up, it just so happens that it's after he's done fishing. Like he's, he's just finished up fishing. He walks in on this, like what the, <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, and so in one hand, he's got his fishing pole and in the other, he's got like a, a string of fish. So he takes out Toshio by hitting him with all the fish and then an <laughs> elbow to the back of the neck. And then Taro gets the bottom of the fishing pole to the primary target. And, and then, uh, when chosen lunges with the spear, Miyagi does the drum technique to dodge the spear and then take it from chosen. And that's how he gets to this position where he's holding it above chosen. So, is yeah, that Pat attempting the drum? Uh, well, the, in the shooting script, Miyagi was supposed to be doing this. Yeah, the, the yeah. That's, I'm looking back to see if that's what we actually got. Was like Pat's oh. drum. Yeah, I don't know, but it's clearly like a he dodges the attack and then grabs it. You know, and that's how that's how. And I just assumed that was just like the what we learned in the cannery. Yeah, I guess it is because he does the knocks it aside with one hand and grabs it with the other thing mm. so if you, you i mean I guess you could call it like a modified drum but right i would love to have seen him bust out the full drum against these little jerks <laughs> yep we gotta save it for the karate kid though so <laughs> right you gotta save it for the title character he gets all the good stuff so miyagi Although goes to help he's barely breathing over there so <laughs> yeah Maggie goes to help Daniel, and I love that as he does, he lightly touches the stone lamp, uh, and it wobbles like it's made of cardboard. <laughs> if you notice that, um, and but this this is the same lamp that uh, chosen then kicks over, uh, mm. like just breaking one more thing of Miyagi's before leaving. Right. Uh, there's some Japanese here as well. He says to. Uh, uh, Miyagi and Daniel, he says to them, this is not the end. And then he yells to Taro and Toshio, uh, leave him alone. I mean, I, I assume it's kind of, uh, you know, just enough. We're going to get out of here. Uh, like they're there. He's calling him off Daniel and just let him yeah. go inside. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause I've always kind of wondered about that. Um, mm. because here they just had this horrendous fight, right? Chosen very nearly killed Daniel in the back garden and Mr. Miyagi is just going to have them both turn their backs on all three of these people and walk yeah. in while they're still in their garden. <laughs> right. Yep. 
uh, yeah, the, I mean, they, it's almost like a video game. He's waiting for them to fade away. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I, I do like the, the, um, this is where we see, you know, where Mr. Miyagi's actual line in the sand is, right? Yeah. They can come after him. They can insult him. They can insult Daniel. They can, you know, threaten to kill him, try to kill him, whatever. The second they went after Daniel, he was like, that's it. We're going home. Right. Right. Um, and again, uh, you know, Daniel just, he was really going to kill me. Like he's in shock. Just <laughs> can't believe this is happening. Uh, yeah, I mean Johnny Johnny almost did Halloween yeah. night. If if that kick had connected, he yeah. would have shattered Daniel's skull. Yeah. But he didn't plan it. It right. was just going to sort of happen. Is that manslaughter? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would be like something like that. He lost like control that, of his anger. You know? Uh Johnny but, Johnny's more like a you know, loose cannon whereas chosen is like, no, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> right. Chosen Chosen is premeditated here like yeah. he's got it you know, the, in his head, playing the way he wants to kill Daniel. So Johnny never was that. So the movie goes from, like, Daniel now stumbling into the house and Miyagi following and telling him he's going to make tea and he make it'll make you feel better and tomorrow we'll go home. And that is all in ADR. Uh, the reason why? Uh, well, to me, the reason why, I don't know. But in the shoot, you know, the, the the shooting script seems to imply that they had to do this ADR to just kind of excise this whole next part out of the movie. So here's what I read in the shooting script. Uh, and, you know, I do apologize to our listeners. We we love this movie. We're talking about this movie. But I got it. I love all this bonus material, you know, uh, and does it really work? So let me know if this works. OK, um, so. Miyagi is really upset. Uh, Daniel is trying to talk. He can barely speak because the, the spear. The, and uh, and Yukie and Kumiko show up. And so Miyagi tells them to basically stay with Daniel. And I'm going to put an end to this. And he storms out. Uh, and then we hear Miyagi leaving in a car. We don't know where he got this car from. but <laughs> <laughs> Daniel runs out. And then he begs Kumiko. He's like, give me the keys to your car. Give me the keys to your car. And uh, Kumiko tries to talk him out of following. Uh, but Daniel's like, I've, you know, I've got to help my teacher. He doesn't know what he's going to walk into. So Kumiko's like, okay, well, I'll drive you. You don't know these roads. And UK tries to stop them. Like, this is not what he wants. And Kumiko's like, I'm sorry. I, I, I can't, I can't obey, you know? And so they drive off the two of them. Uh, but, they follow Miyagi and they realize that he's just driving to the travel agency. He's not going to see Sato or anything. <laughs> yeah, so, this part's in the book. I remember this. So Miyagi uh, goes into a travel agency, comes out with plane tickets. And so Daniel's like, he wrecked your house. He destroys your garden. What do you, you know, and Miyagi's like, well, a house can be rebuilt. A garden can be replanted. And so Daniel says, where does it, where is this going to, where is this going to end? And Miyagi says it, it ends right here, and he holds up the plane tickets. And Daniel says, "I don't understand you." And Miyagi says, "He will someday." And so Daniel is like, "Well, I don't think so," and and storms off into downtown Naha, and then buys a gun. <laughs> well, well, let, I'm not done. The next scene, we see Daniel wandering through downtown Naha, like upset, 
And he even he even gets a couple of hey babies from from prostitutes that he's walking with. <laughs> he finds himself wandering into an Army Navy surplus store. Uh, he finds a salesman there and a couple of GIs, and they're checking out guns. Like one one is holding up a grenade launcher, and the other oh. one's a machine gun, and they're like pretending to shoot each other with it and goofing off. Um, and then they leave. And then we go over to Daniel and we focus on him and he's not looking at weapons. He's looking at a box of medals and he pulls out a medal of honor and he asks like, you know, is this real? And the guy's like, yeah, it is. And I'll give you a great deal on it. He keeps trying to sell it to him. Um, and so the script notes uh, say that, you know, now Daniel just understands everything. Miyagi has been telling him about bravery, about honor, about principles and uh, you know, just by looking at this Medal of Honor and kind of rem- rem- reminding uh, reminding him of what Miyagi said about the Medal of Honor, you know, displaying it in the frame and all that. Uh, and so he he puts the medal down and is, goes to walk out. He turns and Miyagi is just standing right there. And Daniel says, fighting is the easy way out, isn't it? And Miyagi says, much easier. And Daniel says, I guess we should just go home and pack. And he puts an arm around Miyagi's shoulder and they leave together. And that leads into the the next scene. So, <laughs> so that they they just took that whole thing right out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a really weird kind of connection, I think, and it's hard to convey that without more dialogue. This whole like him staring at the Medal of Honor. I don't know if people would have really gotten that. Um. Yeah. That's actually. I I remember like reading that when I was when I was younger in in the novel. And it always left me kind of wondering, was it that the metal meant so little that the man pawned it or was it that he came back, lost everything, all he had was that metal, so he pawned it to survive? I mean, we don't know the guy's backstory. Right. Um, So it's open to interpretation. I think they should have stopped – after the um i just don't get you and mr miyagi says you will someday yeah um because that is a father talking to his son right yeah you know you'll you'll understand what it feels like to protect the child once you have to do it Mm -hmm. yeah for sure and and just even even the whole idea of like putting principles before passion um Mm -hmm. and sticking to your sticking to your guns i mean there was another scene earlier that was that we talked about that was cut with, uh, you know, after Chosen and his boys, you know, kick up that garden. Miyagi just immediately just starts replanting and mm-hmm. Chosen like kicks dirt in his face and he just keeps working at it, you know, and he, Chosen walks off frustrated. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 it, it a lot of this stuff concentrating on uh, Miyagi and um, what we're supposed to learn from him. I don't know. It, it, it you could say it kind of gets diluted, but I think the point still gets across. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's open to a little bit of interpretation, but one way or the other, um, something meant more to that man than that medal did. Right. Um, and it's just like right. you know, Mr. Miyagi is weighing his honor against Daniel's life, and he's not willing to pay that price. Right. So. Well, um, back to LA, I- they go. Yeah, yeah. Um, back to the movie. Uh, we go to the next scene, which is Daniel packing, and he puts the Okinawa book and the hand drum in the suitcase. Is he is he stealing the hand drum? Is that? 
always wondered that, you know, <laughs> I mean, the book we know is his. Did Mr. Miyagi actually give him the drum? I told you to ask the drum. I didn't tell you to keep the drum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, I just feel like, oh, wrap that in. I don't know. Maybe put it between some clothes or whatever. Um, just say pat it. I'd hate for it to get broken. I um, I really like the attention to detail here. Like he's putting the stuff in his suitcase and they put thought into what else is in these suitcases under the stuff he's putting in. This is his actual wardrobe. Yeah. For the rest of the movie, instead of just, you know, a bunch of stuff they shoved into a suitcase to look good. Yeah. He wears a lot of purple in this movie. I noticed dark red. Yeah. Or like mm. a, that, that I think was dark red and it's like a faded pink now, but mm. yeah, a lot of red and blue. In this yeah. movie, he's he's got his anger issues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and we had a, a a song from the Moody Blues, so it all fits. It all fits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, we see that Daniel has another window in his guest room, and this one looks out uh, at a dock. And uh, Kumiko catches his eye as she's walking to the end of the dock and sits down. And uh, we look a little closer, and then the, the minute uh, the the segment ends. But uh, yeah, is she littering? What's what's going on over there? I, I, I don't know. I guess we'll find out on Friday. <laughs> there you go. Well, Chosen said it wasn't the end earlier, but unfortunately, this is the end for this episode. So thank you so much for joining us, Brianna. Uh, oh, you want to come back on Friday? Me? Yeah. What? You want to come back on Friday? Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, as for us, please send us feedback. We'd love feedback from you. Uh, karate kid minute at gmail.com. Uh, go on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, just look for uh karate kid minute or Miyagi do karate dojo, Facebook. Uh, the, well, that's the name of the Facebook group. I'm, I'm talking in circles. Sorry. Just search for karate kid minute. You'll find us. And, uh, please, if you have a minute, go on to Apple podcast and not only give us a nice rating and review, but Toss Brianna one her way to Cobra Kai Companion. They're they're awesome and uh, really appreciate you coming out on the show again, Brianna. Thank you. <laughs> as many new listeners as we can get, the more the merrier. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and Matt, I will see you on Friday as well, sir. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time. He was really gonna kill me. Yeah.